0: Welcome to Ethereal Underground, episode 21. While we're moving right along on these episodes, I wanted to discuss this evening some detail regarding the Outer Limits show that was done this week. I talked about Two topics that were related, one is a research paper entitled Introduction to Nanoscale Communication, and the Microsoft patent application of March 2020, where they wanted to be issued claims regarding cryptocurrency system using body activity data. That's a fancy way of saying mining, mining cryptocurrency using bodily functions. So it took me several hours to read both papers, the research paper and the the patent, and then highlight some of the features that were important. So I'll get right to it and Go a little bit more detail than what was brought out in the Outer Limits show on Rogue News TV Twitch. In the last two decades, there's been an exponential growth, so that's that hockey stick curve, in developments of wireless technologies. The world today is witnessing a high rate. Of a role being played by nanotechnology, which is true. Nanotechnology is a booming business growing in leaps and bounds, and nanotechnology will dominate everything. Good, bad, or indifferent, that's where it's headed. Everything's about nanotechnology. Nanotechnology affects industries such as biomedical environmental and military now military is a big one military basically has an unlimited budget the funding of military is off books really don't know how much where it's going it's never audited and that's the largest budget by far in the world so there's a lot of deep pockets and if the military the various Branches of military or DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, DARPA, there's no telling what they can accomplish. Because at that level, money, money's no object. Well, nanotechnologies are being developed to play a role in bioengineering applications. Bioengineering is gene therapy, gene manipulation, designing or changing cells, human, plant, or animal, bioengineering. So you're reengineering or maybe creating different forms of life, maybe using existing material, the DNA, amino acids, proteins, enzymes, but you're changing it. Altering it. Well, there's Wireless Communication Networks, WCN. Wireless communication networks. They are to operate using electromagnetic waves. And in this particular paper, they're talking about the terahertz wavelength. So you have radio waves and you have microwaves like the 5G cell phone communication, this would be terahertz, which is the visible light spectrum, say, for illustrative purposes, say around 400 to 800 nanometers, that is another description. They want to, and they already have, they're developing bio-nano sensors, and these Nanosensors will connect wirelessly to the internet, so nano devices can detect even minute variations in water content or biomaterial body tissues. The analysis of the terahertz, which is the white wave light wavelength, electromagnetic propagation signals can be sent through body tissues, body layers. So you have your, your muscle tissue, blood cells, fat tissues, skin, or you have a cartilage, ligament, tenants, things of that nature. They're able to send a signal through all the various layers of the human body. Graphene and graphene oxides have made this possible. Everything is pushing towards more advanced graphene-based nanostructures. So graphene oxide, you have know, graphene dots or quantum dots and there's nanotubes. But graphene made it possible for there to be nano transceivers and nano antennas that can operate on a terahertz frequency which is the visible light spectrum and that's what happened, they've been able to shrink the technology to a point, this, this article mentions, I brought up on that show this week on Outer Limits seven nanometers was the glass ceiling or the sweet spot. They broke the five nanometer. in other words, able to be smaller than five nanometer. And that goal would be huge, whether it's military applications or bioengineering, because you can then breach the blood-brain barrier. There's nothing throughout the body or in the brain, the neural network, that you could not have this technology operate. Took a long time, decades and decades, to get small enough where you're smaller than five nanometers. Well, a large Korean manufacturer, I think there's probably Fortune 50, of the largest, wealthiest corporations in the world, they're mass-producing millions and millions of three-nanometer processors. So they got an order from someone to process three, three nanometers. That's able to... Attached to neural networks, neurons, axon, dendrites, the sophisticated firing electromagnetic network of the brain. I think I gave an illustration on previous episodes to show what a a, a nanometer is. If you took a red blood cell and you scaled it to where the red, red blood cell was the size of an NFL arena, a stadium. So, I don't know, let's say Pittsburgh Steelers, Chicago, that the Soldier Stadium, I believe, Green Bay Packers, you know, a large NFL football team in the United States. You took that stadium, and that represented a red blood cell. A three-nanometer processor would be like having three footballs on the 50-yard line of the field. So picture that: you, you have an empty stadium. I don't, I'm not. I don't know for sure, but let's say round numbers. It can hold 50,000. That's a big stadium. 50,000 people. You have a huge stadium. It's empty. But you have there's three footballs lined up on the 50-yard line, that shows how small that microprocessor is compared to a red blood cell. So does that help with scale to show how small these are? Well, when you have transceivers and antennas that operate in the terahertz terahertz frequency, visible light, you have a very high bit rate of information transmission. It's like fiber optic cable. They're using that bandwidth light to transmit data. Well, they can finally do that now, smaller, way smaller than the red blood cell. Well, the biological environment industrial and military are the new applications for nano networks. What I brought out in this this paper brings out applications of this technology is genetically modifying cells and the use of biohybrid tissues. So l- let me say that again, genetically modified cells and the use of biohybrid tissues. What is that describing? This would be something that's part organic, say part human, part synthetic. Transhumanism, Borg-like, for those of you who are Star Trek fans. Remember the Borg? They're actually approaching and have accomplished early stages of Borg-like technology. So it's no longer science fiction. This is real. There's such things called body area networks, BAN, B-A-N, body area networks. This consists of either wearable devices or real tiny nanosensors that are implanted in the body. And they flow throughout the body, including the brain, the neural network. There's intra-body communication, IBC, intra-body communication, And that's where it relies on the human body as the medium for transmitting signals and also using the human body for the energy source. So the sensors and these processors don't have miniature batteries. They're actually able to function and operate drawing energy from the human body. The implanted nanosensors would transmit data from inside the body to the internet, say a master computer, a master server. It could be AI, artificial intelligence. The reason why this is important is the Microsoft patent application and the claims that was produced in March of 2020 They're patenting the fact that the human body itself would mine cryptocurrencies. And here's the technology that would be involved. There would either be wearable devices having sensors or inner body sensors. But functional magnetic resonance imaging, fMRI scanners or sensors would be used, EEG sensors, near-infrared spectroscopy heart rate monitors, thermal sensors, optical sensors, radio frequencies, terahertz frequencies or light, ultrasonic sensors, cameras, or any other sensors or scanners that can measure the body's activity, scan human body. For instance, the fMRI machine may measure body activity by detecting charges associated with or changes associated with blood flow. The MRI may use a magnetic field and radio waves to create a detailed image of the body. For example, blood flow in the brain to detect areas of activity. The body activity may include, for example, but not limited to radiation emitted from the human body, brain activities, body fluid flow. They give an example. Blood flowing through the organs, through the brain. Organ activity or movement of the body. Any activity that could be censored and represented by images, like histograms, graphs, waves, signals, text numbers, degrees, or any form of information and data. Examples of body radiation that would be censored and monitored coming for the body may include radiant heat from the body your pulse rate brain waves and they give the whole gamut of brain waves so in this application microsoft the engineers are mentioning brain waves may be comprised but not limited to gamma w- waves involving the learning or memory task beta waves involved in logical thinking conscious thought Alpha waves, which may be related to subconscious thoughts. Theta waves, which may be related to thoughts involving deep and raw emotions. Delta waves, which are involved in your sleep, deep relaxation, or REM state, your rapid eye movement, when you're in deep sleep. So EEGs may be measurements used to evaluate the electrical activity of, of the brain, such as deep concentration, eye movement, facial movement, muscular movements. Brain activity can be sensed using MRIs, detecting changes associated with blood flow. The fact that the technique would watch and monitor cerebral blood flow, and neuroactivity, which are coupled. Watching the intensity or direction of blood flow, as an example. The main point in reading this application, and this this is very common because when you apply for claims on a patent, you, you apply for claims where there's a caveat saying or any future similar technology not yet known, but may be developed. So in this application, they're asking to be granted by the United States Patent Office any future technology that can censor and monitor the body that hasn't even been invented yet will be included in this patent. But for this patent to work to mine cryptocurrencies Through human body activity the only way this works and this is the shocker is the body has to be stationary you're not mining cryptocurrency while you're at work you're on lunch break you're grabbing a lunch you're getting your favorite cup of coffee you're filling up at a gas station running an errand to pick something up no for these technologies to work You're not going anywhere. You're immobilized. You're in a tank, a crate, a table, hooked up to machines and wires. Not two hours a day, 24 hours a day. So how are you going to eat? How are you going to exit waste? Go to the bathroom. Will you be plugged in, much like the movie Matrix, or the movie Surrogates, one of the earlier films I think Bruce Willis was featured in. So when you hear about the World Economic Forum, the Klaus Schwab's, you'll own nothing and be happy, and you learn about GANs, which are very advanced generative adversarial networks, This is a machine learning language where two neural networks compete to become more accurate in their predictions. It's a zero sum game framework. GANs, G A N S, can be taught to create worlds, and they already have, that are eerily similar to our own. In fact, robot artistry through these supercomputers and GANs programming, they already are producing images, voices, and video generations the human cannot tell that they're artificial. So with Bill Gates and his TED Talks years ago talking about eliminating world's population with CO2, and he laughingly says one of these numbers has to be reduced close to zero. And in the formula, P represented people, and people were snickering. He's basically saying that depopulation needs to take place. Said that in plain sight. In Klaus Schwab, you own nothing and be happy. Of course, you won't own anything if you're in a Mork and Mindy egg tube pod and you're hooked up to these devices mining cryptocurrencies for the system engineers. And then to pass the time away, you're hooked up into a GANS, G-A-N-S, metaverse simulation. So you're in a semi-unconscious state mining their cryptocurrencies for them but you're in a virtual reality world. Well, in a virtual reality world, guess what? You don't own anything. But maybe they'll give you the option to choose if you want to be Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, a fashion model, a brain surgeon, a NASCAR race car driver. Maybe they don't care what you pick as your avatar or your simulation. All they care about is you'll be happy, you'll own nothing, but you'll be in a coma store comatose state in an eggshell environment hooked up to machines mining cryptocurrencies. Is that a life that you want? Is that a future you want for your kids and grandkids? Here's my question. We're at the 21-minute mark. Here's my question. As this agenda is in full swing, when have these people ever been stopped? Anyone ever stop them? Is there any government structure institution? Is there any legal framework? Is there any police agency, military, or authority figure with body armor and SWAT team that brings these individuals to justice or stops the agenda? You think so? You think there's 5, 6-D chess being played here? Right? What about, what about all these laptops that end up missing? They mysteriously are missing and never see the day of light. These servers, all this stuff. Who, who gets prosecuted? Who goes to jail? Who receives severe punishment in various degrees? No one, right? So this agenda is on its way. There's nothing stopping it. So what do you think the future is going to hold? Do you think they'll be successful? How hard do you think it will be to remain organic, to not have your DNA altered, to not be implanted with nanotechnology sensors where you're interacting with the Internet of Nano Things, I-O, capital N, capital T, Internet of Nanothings? when they have their version of central bank digital currencies. Social scores. Monitoring. Boston dynamic robocops patrolling the street. Drones flying overhead, watching every move that you make. Is this this a world you're comfortable with? Unfortunately, predictions show, and of course, 100% right, not being egotistical, it's just the facts are, We've been right 100% of the time, last 10 years on our predictions. 65% or more, I'm being conservative, 65% of the world will push and shove and can't wait to sign up to be in this metaverse, to be in a tank and hooked up. The way they look at it is their life is going nowhere and they don't want to spend the next 30 years asking, do you want extra cheese or your sub sandwich toasted? They have no future. So if they can be hooked up, in mining cryptocurrency, but they can be in an avatar and in this reality become a virtual reality NFL quarterback. They'll do that all day long. That's the sad state of mankind is how many people will volunteer for this World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab-type world. You'll have 30%. That reluctantly will sign up because eventually when push push comes to shove and the corporation or their career says you need to do this to keep your central bank cryptocurrencies coming and for your pension, they'll plug in so they don't lose their job. It'll be less than 5%. 3% will be off the grid and organic. And of course, they'll be hunted down by drones and Boston Dynamic Robots like a modern-day version of Waco, Texas. So you get the picture. Not to be pessimistic or Debbie Downer, but where I see this coming is eventually death is coming. If you want to remain organic, you'll be hunted down and eliminated. So are you at a point where you draw a line in the sand and you pick the reason for death? Do you die on your feet for principle? Or do you end up dying in a tank while you're mining cryptocurrency for the system engineers? Interesting question, isn't it? What do you think?